Hey everybody, my name's Nate. I'm Sai. I'm Daniel. And we are the Pittsburgh's Hot List. And we're sitting here with actor, producer, writer, director, James Quinn. How are you doing? What's up guys, what's happening? Well, we're excited to have you. Um, I know you're a busy man and you're a part of a lot of projects that are happening in the entertainment world in Pittsburgh. And, you know, we just wanted to sit down with you and pick your brain a little bit. I'm pumped to be here, guys. I think what you're doing is great, man. I think you're getting a lot of a lot of traction and showcasing a ton of talent that wasn't otherwise getting to be seen. Yeah, we want to give people their recognition, and it's important that we, um, you know, uplift one another to keep this community great. And it Absolutely. seems like Pittsburgh is uh, a growing area for the film industry, especially, and uh, we want to make Pittsburgh known, not just Hollywood, not just New York, Chicago. So what started you out in acting? I started in grade school. Did some plays, sixth, seventh grade, things like that. Got into some commercials in, in the high school days. Uh, started background acting on some Hollywood projects like Sudden Death uh, in the early 90s, 1994 or so. And then kind of got away for a little while, uh, around 98. And um, went into the you know the family business, was working construction for a long time, doing a lot of different things. And, and I found my way back a little over a decade ago. And, and I really d discovered a love for for the independent scene and uh, independent film in general. And it just kind of spiraled from there, just workshops and classes and, and auditions, auditions, auditions. Um, just one thing's led to another, just perseverance, determination. And it's, I mean, you guys will know because you're out there doing it. And once once you get that bug, man, it's a, uh, it's very contagious, you know, it's very exciting. And you know, whether whether you're told yes or whether you're told no, it's, it's, it's a drive, it's a thrill every time you're out there. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with that. You know, once you get started on that journey, it's kind of like you just want to keep on traveling down there and, um, and putting your best foot forward so people can, um, you know, get to know you and so you can learn the craft and and explore what's going on in the acting industry. So I can definitely agree with you on Absolutely. that. Yes. How do you keep your motivation for acting? You know what? I think it's because I'm always I'm always chasing something. You know what I mean? I think if we're if we're not completely 100% satisfied as an artist, and even if you if you met this year's goals or last year's goals, I think you have to set the bar higher each year. So I think if you're always chasing something, then it gives you something to work for. I think Matthew McConaughey said it best. That he said that uh, not to steal his words, but in his own words, they were. He's always chasing himself, you know, because his hero is him 10 years from now. And he knows that he's never going to catch him. And, and I, you know, those words kind of like were embedded in my brain when I read that. And it's just one of those things that were like, yeah, you know what? He's right. Because if you are never completely satisfied, then you're always hungry. Right. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, that is true. You have to feed that hunger and you have to be willing to go after that. And, and I feel the same way, you know, like um, you always have to find ways to reinvent yourself and and you know keep the spirit alive in whatever you're doing so um i definitely agree with your statement there that's important to do it like that yeah definitely um you know just growing in every moment or every experience and that's what i take from acting as well and looking at the body of work that you've done and you're still doing you know it just um, speaks volumes so oh thank you i appreciate that but in, i think if we just keep striving for more you know we're always we're always going to be chasing something right yeah yes. yeah yeah for sure so what motivates you to so you know at first when i when i got back into writing a few years back it was 
what motivated me was based off life experience. Um, and so I, th I find that when I'm writing about something that's actually happened in my own life or in somebody's life that I know that, it, you know, it, it becomes a little more realistic on paper and it becomes a lot easier to to generate um, on camera as well, because it's it's based off something very real. And I think that transcends well on camera. Um, I think that's where your best writing comes from, your, your, your real life experiences. OK, yeah. And if you take from somebody else's um, experiences, are you letting them in on what you're doing or you're just using that and then um, yeah, you know what? from that? If, if that's ever happened, they would come to me and say, hey, I had this go on. What do you think about this for a story? And then we would sit down and look at it together and go, you know what, let's, I think it should make a cool film. Let's write it. Or if I don't okay. know that I could make it a film, I would, you know, recommend that maybe they, they write a book. You know, maybe sometimes it's better to have a book version. I know people wonder how to get over that hump when you do get stuck. Like, what do you do? Oh, man, that's, I'll tell you what, it's crazy because sometimes I can be in a rhythm, right? And I'll write mm -hmm. for for days on end until a project's finished. And sometimes I'll just, I have to literally get up and walk away for days or even weeks just until, until your head's in the right place again. So I think sometimes mm. if you hit a wall, you have to just walk away and then so I'll, it'll accidentally just click in your mind as something else happens. You could be in a grocery store, you could be in the bathroom, you might be walking on the trail, maybe you fell and bumped your head all of a sudden, you get a revelation, <laughs> you, you pass that wall you were stuck at, you know, but it will happen. I wrote, when I wrote Sandman's film, man, I went back and forth on that script for over a year uh, just to, to make it right because I hit some walls and I just needed to walk away, you know, and come back and, and redo. Yeah, isn't it interesting how, like, um, different ideals were formed in just, like, you know, maybe, like, in uncommon places, you would, you, like you just mentioned, you could just be, like, walking in a park or you could be in a mall and be like, oh, man, okay, I, I got to get that out, I got to get that down, it just comes, right? For sure. And you got to write it down right away too, or take some kind of you know, note on on your phone if you can, even just so that you don't forget it. Yeah, yes. I, yeah, because our thoughts are fleeting, and I'm the same yes. way. As, as soon as I wake up in the morning, usually my best thoughts happen early morning. I'll write it down or put it in my phone because we'll forget about it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you have to act on it right away. And I agree. I think the the best thinking does take place in the AM. Yes. You got to strike while the iron is hot. Mm -hmm. For me, it's when I'm in the shower. It's just like I get, I get uh, motivation. I get even, you know, thoughts of writing things down and things I remember. And I'm like, oh, that sounds good. I'm going to write that down. So yep. when I get out of the shower, I'm just like, Shh, immediately write it down. Yeah. <laughs> My great uncle, he had the same motivation when he was in prison to get out of the shower real quick. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, funny. But, no, I agree. Though, right? I do some good thinking in there. I think something about that hot water hitting the brain sometimes. I think you just are relaxed, and sometimes that's what you can do your best thinking. But uh, yeah, Nate's uncle's case, I, I don't think that's what he was. <laughs> yeah, he never elaborated on what that motivation was, but we can use our emotions. Oh man. Yeah, we can get creative. <laughs> so, like, just even like, cause you played a lot of different characters. Mm -hmm. Um. Going into that mode of the characters you try to embody, like, what does that look like for you when you're getting into character? Like, what do you do? Well, you well, you got to clear your mind, man. Just like as a writer, I think you got to you got to really do your homework because it, you know, at first when I came in into the business, I kind of just wanted to chase everything that I could, right? You want to get as many roles as you can, build that resume, and so you just start reading, and it's but it's 
it's not conveyed well on screen when you when you don't really attack your character right so now i get really particular i like to play roles that i haven't played yet or maybe some that i played from a different angle and so then i'll want to do my homework if it's based off somebody real or somebody similar to the story i'll i'll start looking up these people online and i'll start you know seeing what they went through and um you know where their mindset might have been to try to put yourself in that place um for me like when i like going back to sand man it was easy because i went through 90% of what you saw in that story so i just had to sit down and clear my head and go back there again but when you get a character that you're not familiar with you really got to do that extra homework and sometimes that literally take weeks just to get your head in the right place i think uh you can you, know, you might be a serial killer you might be a mayor or a president yeah, i mean so you really you really have to go one direction or the other with your mind and you have to you have to stay there and stay um really 100% invested in the role yeah i definitely believe it's important to do your research and i know if i'm getting into character i'll like um you know look up stuff on youtube look at movies that might have a similar character involved and um maybe start doing some of the actions around the house that involve that character you know to get fully invested in it for sure yeah and if you have certain character types like i um i love uh michael keaton jack nicholson too my all time mm-hmm. favorites and you know those and bruce willis so this what what these three guys do well is something i do my homework on that i love that i i try to emulate but they can tell a story or sell a scene by a facial expression or a look absolutely and like there's a lot to be said about that cuz you know acting isn't all talking that's right Yeah, a lot of people don't talk about that, you know? Like it's not all talking, it's a lot of body language, you yes. know? And even in our own society in real life, most communication is communicated with body language. Right. You know, I like agree. barely any words, so. Right. So it wouldn't make sense if that's not represented in acting too. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think people can they read your body language sometimes better than they do the, the verbiage that comes out. Mhm. That's right. Now, going back on what you said about Sandman that you did 90% of that in real life as far as a boxer because you used to be a professional boxer, correct? Well, I was an amateur fighter. I wish I got okay. to be professional, but yeah. Yeah, that was the one part of the story that wasn't true. I was not a professional fighter. Um, I worked around a lot of professionals, but I I, I did fight in amateur golden glove tournaments. Mm. Okay. But just um just knowing that you did 90% of like just action like in boxing and you just know like what it takes as far as being like authentic to when you're filming Do you find it like hard like to like move on past scenes or like or do you feel like yourself like thinking like hold on I have to make sure this is just right? Yeah, I'm a I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. So in my case though, I hadn't been in the ring in the oh god 18 19 years, but I I had the luxury of hooking up with Jose Carabayo who is a professional fighter. Mm-hmm. Jose and I ran in similar circles when we were younger and just didn't know it and so we we really hit it off and uh, they helped get myself back into that mindset. So I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, so I was picking his brain, he was picking mine. I said I want this to look the way it should. I need to go back to where I used to be and I need you to, you know, to help find a way to get me there. And we did. We worked our butts off um because we want to make sure that somebody looks at this film and says, "Ah, oh, you know what? It, it wouldn't happen like that." And then Daniel, you and I did that just recently in the Boonies. You know, we had to choreograph our own fight scene and we we were you we were both perfectionists about how it was going to happen. Yes, and uh, and I would say, you know, that was definitely uh beneficial to have you on set going over those different movements you know because you're an actual fighter you know so it worked out well it did it did i had a lot of fun um, with that and i would say this like even though like you were out of the ring for a while but you got right back in phenomenal shape thanks but i appreciate it. yeah we yeah. worked hard we had to change the diet it comes down to diet exercise and and half of it more than half of it's in your mind i'd say 75% yes. 
And I seen the short film, and I like the whole concept. And yeah, you know, we're all waiting for that big feature of Everybody's it. Everybody's looking for Sandman. Yes. That's it. Yes. That's it. That's our goal. We're we're sitting down. We're talking with people. We already have pen to paper. We, you know, I can't say a date yet. I would love to do it this fall, but you know, we we all know that COVID has stepped in and sidetracked us a lot more than we wanted to be this past year plus. Right. So we we hope it'll be later this year, or early next year, and then it just comes down to. Um, rounding up the troops and then getting in that kind of shape again that's going to be the, the tough task but we're up for it nice nice mm -hmm. and i noticed that you do different dialects on some of your films you're a part of like i noticed a different dialect in the boonies and um i believe maybe the no knock list i'm not exactly sure on that one but i but yeah I you know are. you do different dialects i did you know and sometimes they want like a um like a southern draw like like a no knock list where it was a little more West Virginia, Virginia-ish to work, mm. you know, and so you kind of have to kind of adapt to those surroundings. And um, for the Boonies, it was, you know, it was very similar, I guess. Um, they, they wanted um, Appalachian Southern type uh, draw. And I think that's yeah. what we were able to get. But so you had to like listen to YouTube videos and study that and try to emulate that just a little bit, just because, you know, you wanted to come out and sound authentic. And it was cool because a buddy of mine hit me up the other day and his, his daughter's interested in the film business and they said we were watching you on the boonies and she looked at me and she goes dad does he really talk like that uh, <laughs> so, i know what's funny it's um like i'm not gonna mention any names but someone um like you know one of our actor friends they never knew one of your real voices like or your real voice they didn't know i was like no yeah. his real voice is different you know <laughs> <laughs> so you must be doing a good job stop you've been doing a phenomenal job thank you so much it's always good to get into character and when you do a, a great job i think you lose track of the real person you know you can't tell you know and you know that's what acting is all about i think you're right i think you're 100 right man i did that when we, we were talking about no knock list not long ago because my my character was such a son of a gun you know what i mean to stay in that mindset it can play with you and it lingers on a little while we did checkmate you know i was uh I was, I was a pretty ruthless killer in that. And there was times where I had to keep the the Irish accent, that dialect. And there was times I had to keep my normal dialect. They wanted both for the film. And you can ask my girls. They were, I was driving them for crazy for probably a month or two <laughs> after the film because I was still talking in Irish. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> yeah, and I saw Checkmate with Daniel, I do believe. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is James Quinn. He's a killer in this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your, your range is just phenomenal. Like, like, like you're a killer, and then you're like you're a boxer, and then like you're like this is Family Guy. I've, I've seen a lot of different films, so I appreciate. I saw that, a comedy too. I saw a Christmas comedy. How about that one? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, that was a good time. That was that was yeah. more Irish too. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a blast with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, we're all we're all actors. We're all creators, right? And I think that I know speaking for me, and I know I can say this about you guys both, but I don't like the plateau. I don't like ceilings. And I think that if we mm -hmm. can only do one thing, then you're you're typecast and you're limited to that. I think it makes us more rounded. Yeah, like when I first came back to the business, uh, I was strictly acting. I was trying to just hone in on that craft, and then one thing led to another, and I was forced to start writing because we lost our writer that was working with us. And then oh. I started producing, and then lo and behold, the last few years directing. But I think as time goes on, and you just start to learn these different areas of the business. Once you have done all these different areas, and then you can see things as when you're acting, you can see your film as a director would see it too. And when you're directing, you can see what the actors would think. And I think you can put yourself in their minds. That makes for a good team and good chemistry when you're on set with, with other people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. So let's talk about the Paranauts. 
you know, uh, it's like, a big, know that's a project you're working on. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh, we're actually going to be filming probably our two media scenes that we have left will be tonight. We're going to be filming those and then we have a little bit of B roll and then we'll be, uh, we'll be camera tight. So that's, that's been a while in the making. Daniel can attest to that. Um, we've been, oh my gosh, 15, 16 months in the making. We should have been done. Yes, we've been, been working on it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And you've been going at it for a little while. Is it hard to stay in character? Um, you know, when you're going for so long like that, or, you know, because I know COVID affected that. Mm-hmm. You know, well, for the character, I think I've been able to maintain it because I'm always in that mindset. I've never really left it over the past year. Um, the, the thing that's an issue is, and it's a nightmare on set, is continuity. And so to go back mm-hmm. and make sure, like, for instance, if, you know, I don't have hair, but if one of the girl's hair's changed by, say, four inches, now we gotta, we have to hide that. We have to get her hair back to where it was, or somebody's got to call her up that used to be down, or we, we have to go back into the pictures of all the continuity. In our case, we were off for four months, and so that kind of threw us for a loop, so we had to go back and look at everything and go, okay, has anything been moved in the location? Has anything mm-hmm. been moved on our wardrobe? Does anybody's body look different? Because we put weight on, we take weight off. And these are yeah, serious right. concerns. Yeah. Yeah, because I go up and down in weight. I'm 15 pounds here and there. It just depends on yeah what time of the season it is. I do the same, man. Somebody look at me months ago and go, well, you, you must be down at least 10 or 12 pounds. And I'm like, I yeah. hadn't even realized it because we hadn't been away from set. And I was just working out all the time. I'm like, I got to start changing the diet again and get back to where I was. And, it, and it's so important to take care of yourself if you're going to be an actor. Oh, for sure, man. And I think we all had to find a way to do that when we were kind of stuck in the house with COVID and when that was all happening. And uh, yes, we just work out, eat healthy. And if you can at least keep your mind and your body right, man, that'll that'll carry you through. Yes. yes. Instead of sitting on the couch eating bonbons, you know, like watching <laughs> TV. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think we've all felt victim of that at one time or another. Right. <laughs> but like you mentioned earlier, you know, just being able to adapt to any given situation, those hurdles, overcoming them, um, it wouldn't be the acting world if you didn't have to do that, right? So it sounds definitely like an acting world. Oh, that's and that's why I think that, you know, with, with the Paranauts coming, just the fact that we hit all these adversities coming through, it's just going to be a phenomenal film for us. And it's a paranormal thriller, man. And our cast, Daniel, you you just knocked it out of the park on this, man. We we have a lot of chemistry all with right. our cast. As Thank excited you. as I was about the Boonies, I'm just as excited about the Paranauts. That's how good our cast is. Oh uh, yes, hey, the same here, James. You know, like it, like it definitely was a blessing to be on the, on the set with everybody, and still, you know, and just to finish it out strong, like how we're doing. You know, everybody staying together. You know, it, it's it's coming together phenomenal, and you know, and just a great experience. Exactly. And Nate, Nate, I know you were on our set too, man, and you got to see how how we behave. We have a lot of fun behind the scenes with these guys. Yeah, you do. It's oh, a yeah. lot of chemistry. Yeah, a lot of chemistry, but, you know, very professional at the same time, I would say, you know, I felt real comfortable and it was pretty cool to get to, you know, watch you, you know, do your thing on there. So very thankful to be, uh, you know, part of that. Oh, absolutely. But we were happy to have you always. Um, But it's going to be a a cool project. And now we get down to the grind. We start, we get editing here and then the next hopefully month or two. And hopefully this time next year, we'll be presenting this, excuse me, presenting this to the world. Yeah, we can't wait. Mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome. Yep. And, uh, you know, congrats on all the success of the boonies. You know, you were in there and um, I think you came out well. Thank you, man. I think, yeah, I think it's it's been a good one for all of us. I think we just made our mark in the horror world with that one for sure. Uh, Lionsgate and Indigen Pictures attaching their names to us. Um, that was a, that was a big deal for all of us and we couldn't be more that thankful. It is a big deal. 
Yes. Yeah, and I've been watching the reviews, and you know, most of them are positive. You know, as far as what I see, you know, so that's a good yeah. thing. And that's so rare. I was just talking about that the other day. I just I don't read them in nature most of the time, unless a friend or somebody wrote one. Um, because if they're if they're complimenting us, great, right? As actors, I think we can we just have to stare away from that. But um, that that's really cool if they say something nice. But if they're if they're not, then we don't need to see it. We don't need to hear it because um, there's an old expression, and I'm not knocking people that review, but it's those who do can't you know those who review can't do. Excuse me. And so that way, if an actor gets himself in the right mindset, at least they're they're not being bombarded by the bad reviews. You just you got to keep moving forward. You can't let that negative stop you. And in the case of this movie. Uh, we're not seeing that. I haven't heard really any any negativity. Yeah, and that's a and you know that's a great thing. You know, it's always important to um, also stay grounded in your own uh, walk and your own path. So I can understand why actors, you know, wouldn't look at reviews and get caught up in that because it definitely affects the way you think of yourself and perceive your work. For right. sure, and the, the reviewer is certainly entitled to their opinion. The whole world is. You know, you can't tell anybody what to think of you. But as an actor, we just have to block it all out. I know from the first time that I met you on the uh, set of the of the Boonies here, you know, like I thought that like we hit it off pretty good and we had uh, multiple conversations and then we're filming Paranauts now and we're completing that, um, that you're just really active, you know? So like, what do you do to like, the, the, the say so, like the active, say uplifted, I guess. You know, it's that's, that's a question I hear all the time, but and I think, I mean, you guys are very positive people in nature and I think that's why we had it off so well um i think you have to i think you have to you walk into an audition and you know that there's not always a great chance of, of getting the part but you, you just leave it all in the room you know you go in there you thank everybody for their time and you you put your sides down you walk out of the room and if you get to call you get to call i think you just have to leave it in the room leave it on the stage you know do the best you can each time and move on to the next thing and i think that's where my mind's at is i just would rather know that i don't want to know what i'm doing this week i want to know what my next three or four projects are so my outlook i'm looking at two years off the road not two months and i just want to always send out my mind is always staying positive because i know that those are the goals that i'm chasing like i'm looking at what's happening two years from now and not two weeks and two months so that i'm never really having that downtime in my mind to go oh shit, i'm not here i just have to keep chasing and, and going after what i want i know that i'll set these goals each year but my my objective is to obviously exceed them every time and, and generally we do sometimes we fall back but we you know we we find a way around it you know i always say the biggest metaphor for me is if you close the door on me and i run into walls i'm gonna pick up a sledgehammer and put a hole in the wall i'm gonna make a new door um because oh, that's great well because as actors i mean how many times do you get told no you could you know the depression rate could go through the roof if you just let that affect you i think it's like okay thank you for your time you know what my time's just as valuable as yours i'm moving on to the next one that's right <laughs> This brings me to uh, my question because you brought it up that uh, moving forward and you're continually doing that. Um, where do you see yourself professionally in five years? Oh, that's a great question. Okay. Um, well, I want to definitely have succeeded in, in creating my own company and getting it off the ground, right? And it was at a very uh, high level i should say but i also want to get the acknowledgement in the hollywood world that i get in the independent world you know i think that mm. i love independent film and that's how i've made my name and i will continue to do so and if that's all i do then fantastic i'm so happy to be here because our films are seen by millions around the world now too so we're the that's playing true. field and level but you always want to know that you can 
be on that big stage. I've made appearances on, on the big one, but I want them to know, I want them to be able to know our work up there too. And go, okay. You know what? Those guys, they can hang with us and they're, they're doing everything that we can do. They definitely are like our motivational in, uh, um, individual. And uh, the first time I had met you, like I remember um, coming back and telling my, um, my brother here about, I said, man, I met this guy, uh, James, you know, like, like we had these great conversations and, you know, it's very on top of it about the next move and all of that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you're that guy, man. You know what? I, I had a great time when you and I first talked and when we rode up together on the boonies and like, I think we had a lot of positive vibes coming from both of us, man. And that, that's very contagious. And that's why I love working with people like you, because I know that, you know, we, we have similar goals, you know what I mean? They might be different, but the same, you know, we we're going after them in a positive manner. We're not cutting other people down on, on our path. You know, oh, and sure. it's like this coming from, if it's, coming from one person is definitely going to be emulated from the next. So that's one thing about energy. It's just like, it's, it's there and you can just see it, feel it, almost even touch it, you know, oh, whole, and that's yeah. the big thing. It's all based on energy and you know, the, the positive and negative energies are both so strong. They can both, there's pros and cons, you know, they can both Absolutely. like a dominoes effect. And so I only want to see the positive. We can't even pay attention to the negative. Right. So right. true. It is pros and cons. You know, there's a lot of people in the acting industry. They'll, you know, meet me for the first time after knowing Daniel. And they're like, where's that energy at? I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not him, but you know, I, I, can, I can give you what I have. <laughs> you know what, though? But I've never seen ever since I've known you a negative side of you, man. You got nothing but positive upbeat. You're lifting other people up on social media all the time. So, I mean, the two of you oh, guys together you. are like a a shining light man i love it man i feed off of that too james he was trying to fish for a compliment there ah, is that, did, I, did i walk that into that one <laughs> never mind what she says i thank you for that i will receive that today yeah sometimes i get caught hook line and sinker i can see you being interviewed by tmz or yep. any one of those like hollywood channels out there I hope so, man. I'm, I'm having a blast. I, uh, I interact with like the pro wrestling world all the time too. And I get to talk with a lot of those people, man. And so that's, for me, that's fun because I, I grew up on, you know, watching all of them and now I, I talk to them on shows and things and I'm just like, that's and that's great. cool because that shows that like your work is being recognized, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And did I read that you have a talk show? That or I you, or you've been part of a talk show before. You know actually. what? We we did at one time. This was this was around 2014. I was on the TV pilot, the series Sickness, and they created a show called Sick Talk Cafe, and they wanted me to host it since I was part of the cast. So I would interview uh, different people each week on the show. Yeah, I only went through the the one season, unfortunately, as, as so many shows do. But um, yeah, I had a blast, man. I used to bring people on there, and then I also there was a podcast show that I was affiliated with called. Pro, I'm sorry, excuse me. I was in Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. This was Pin the Shoulders podcast. And uh, actually, it's getting ready to make a comeback. But we interviewed a lot of pro wrestlers, like from Ring of Honor. We talked to Al Snow, Kenny King, a lot okay. of cool people that we you know, grew up watching. Um, so I was actually originally brought on that show as a guest, like I am hmm. here now. But they, they fed off of our energy together and, and asked me back a lot. So I kind of got to co-host a lot and get to talk to a lot of different people. And so that was cool, man. And we bumped a lot of a lot of uh, elbows there and we talked with thunder rosa who is blowing up crazy right now all over the pro professional wrestling world she's now in aew so that was that was a good time wow that's nice that's awesome and how has your communication of your network 
I think I think it's key. I mean, I think it's been key for me. Um, social media has been a great tool. It can also be a bad tool for people. Um, I've tried to find ways to utilize that for me. I uh, my networking and communicating on on stages like Twitter, I've done really well. Uh, finding people with similar likes to myself and uh we kind of cross-promoted our work and that opened up doors in like texas and la and new york to talk with different people and so now they're paying attention to our work and i pay attention to theirs and we promote each other and um i think that networking is key especially if you're going to be starting at the independent level i think we all we all need each other to to, to help catapult man I mean, instead of holding people down i think we need to be out there just building people up and uh, i think that's something that we do well in pittsburgh I agree. Yes, right. I, I vote you, Mary, Mayor of my community. Yes. Oh, thank you. Buddy. I appreciate <laughs> that. <That's awesome. laughs> it's a collaborative <laughs> effort, you know. I mean, you can't. Rome wasn't built in a day, and we need we need a team of people to you know build an empire, right? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Are you very particular about the people you work with? Uh yeah, to a degree, I am these days more. Um, and I only say that because I want to. I want to know about the project before I come on and know that it's something that I haven't done and something that I can really show what I've done or I want to make sure there's a message being told somewhere in the film. Um, and some of the people, I i mean, I think we've all been there. There are people that are, are solid actors, but they bring so much negativity to the set and so much bad drawback that I won't even walk onto a set with them anymore. The people that I won't work around just because they're not good for my own mental health. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want that, and I think that will reciprocate onto the project, and maybe the project won't get distribution because there were distractions that didn't need to be there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you with um, you know being able to work with the people you feel like bring like positive energy, especially to mental health. People don't understand like like if you're not if you're always out there um, spreading like negative energy, how it can affect your performance. Right, and how you can affect other individuals where you got to be on the set for like eight to you know 12 hours. You know, no one wants to be part of that, right? Right, no, not at all, not at all, man. And it's, it's like you said, it's very, um, it's intoxicating either way, you know what I mean? And it's, it can get you good or bad. And so, I think if you're with a good team of people, and I think we have that, like with the Paranauts, we had that with the Boonies, good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we all have all been on the sets where you, you've seen the, the person or the people that are just bringing up they're constantly coming in late or they're in a bad mood every day and it just you know it just takes off like wildfire that's so true you know um i did a, a giant eagle commercial and uh, somebody had a negative attitude on that, on that commercial and it did not get aired actually i think they cut our scene but it was because of the energy and um i put it in the back of my mind if I'm ever involved with that individual, I probably will never work with her again because it was just such a horrendous time. And, you know, and I want to say out there to all the Pittsburgh people, watch out. James Clint has a list of people he will not work with. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we will not end up on that list. Yes, I haven't worked with you yet. And I hope I don't end up on that list. That's funny. Now Now I feel like a diva. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. I love most of the people we see, though. On, on honest, honest, the truth. Um, but you just, you just want to surround yourself with good, so that you know that the, the product will be shown for what it is. And I think, like Nate, like you're saying, that didn't happen because of that negative energy, and that was a waste of your time too. And you're, you're out there trying to, you know, build your craft. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I really do hope that like up and coming actors hear this. Um, you know, even um, children actors as well, you know, like it can yes. be the same way because I've had this experience on set with younger um, casts 
and they their, their mind just wasn't there and i was just trying to like inform them i said look you have to be able to um like keep this energy up this is what it is we're going to do take out the take and i know it can be hard especially like if you don't understand how the acting world is you know but just um you know like just me telling them that about you know like what they need to become you know i i believe will help them in the future so yeah i think it's gonna help a lot of people hearing this information like not to have that that negative attitude carried on to set because it can affect the performance not only in you and your other um fellow actors yes i blame the parents <laughs> <laughs> if the kid is you know what it can't be a problem old, the parents are on the set you need to coach that kid up a little bit and then maybe you can move forward with the scene that helps yes I agree with that. <laughs> but I believe all in all, um, going from like director to the, um, the the PAs to the assistants, everybody needs to kind of keep an upbeat, you know, positive vibe. You know, like going. I know it can be um, daunting sometimes being on set, but like I, I believe that kind of positive energy spreads throughout. Oh, there's no yes. doubt about it, man. If you are the director or a lead actor, you need to lead by example, man. And I learned that. You know, some of the best lessons I learned were from some of the some of the bigger names in the game. I think, watching how they they interact with people, and if they come in with the right attitude, you're golden. Like I did a film called Before the Border in 2013, right? And we shot in New York and Erie. It's on Pure Flix and Amazon Prime. Now, I, I had the time in my life that was a learning experience for me. I it was a, a turning point in my career to where I changed. I was I didn't have the wrong attitude, but I certainly picked up an even better one and and then better energy from coming off it. And it was all based off of who was at the top. We had a really good director with Tom Fox, and then we had Nicholas Guest, who's now a good friend of mine, who's an actor from Christmas Vacation, The Long Riders, Trading Places. He's been in everything in Hollywood. But seeing how he conducted his business, and and we had another actor, and I won't say who, that was a little more diva and standoffish, who had nowhere near the resume of Nick. And then you have Nick. Who was very thoughtful, very helpful, and you know, very much about everybody there, and never even talked about himself. And I thought to myself, if a guy like that can exude that kind of positivity, you know what I mean? Where when you you have the resume, if somebody could act like mm -hmm. a diva and doesn't, you know what I mean? And then there's no reason for me to behave that way. So I'm gonna right. follow suit with this guy, and that was really intoxicating for me, man. I just I really fed off of that, and I'm like, it was it was an eye opener. I'm like, you know, here's a guy with a resume longer than all of our arms, and I'm going, and he's really just leading by example and staying positive this whole time and acting like he's no better than anyone else. And I thought to myself, that's that's how I want to be. Right, and that speaks to your resourcefulness. You know, sometimes we have to look at each other um, for things that we want to see in ourselves. You know, so you know that was great that you picked up on that. Right. It is, and you know, you can either learn from it or you know you can be left behind, right? Yeah, for sure. And I think we need more of that. We need more people that are willing to be um, more humble on set, I guess, instead of arrogant. And I don't want to talk to you. I'm on a different wavelength than you. You know, we need more people that are willing to be kinder to people. Because in the film industry, there's a caste system. You know, there's a hierarchy to things, right? Yes. You know, like in um, like a class system where people sometimes get that big ego and. Um, it can affect you in a negative way or a positive because just the little things you know can make a film great you know like i acknowledge like behavior like that as well i've seen people as far as um you know like if, whether it's like directors or someone uh, high up on the on the chain you know come around and give fist bumps to everybody that's pretty cool or acknowledge them at least you know uh, for sure for big time yeah.
everybody knows that they're a part of the equation and i don't care and i hate the term extra i use background background actor because you're you're an actor you need to treat the background actors with the same respect and let them know that we need them just as much as everyone else is needed yes that's true that's so true and if you could tell somebody younger than you um some advice about the industry what would you say Well, make sure you want it first off because it's very it's it's one of the toughest industries in the world to navigate through but it's also one of the greatest so once you know you want it go after it with everything you have because listen everybody once you decide that you're going to chase your dream no matter what it is even whether it's acting or not once you decide to chase your dream like people around you in your life are going to turn on you they're going to walk away from you because in general they you know misery loves company and there's people that have given up on themselves and they want you to understand why it's okay for you to give up on you too do not listen to that crap because you're going to hear it you're going to hear it from friends you're going to hear it from family you have to tune them all out because they're not chasing your dream you are and they gave up on theirs that doesn't mean you give up on yours if you want it bad enough i don't know if it's going to happen 2 years from now 10 years from now 20 years from now but eventually the pieces will come together always tune out the bad and chase it go after every opportunity like it's the best one that you can get wow that's a incredible really answer profound. this yep. is why i like james right yes. he just brings it all oh, the time man. Right? Yes. That, that 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 kind of energy man that, man i love it I appreciate it's it. Right? But I I think we all know that, right? You probably have all seen that during your journey. Yeah. It's all about planting the seeds and then you see them grow later, you know? 100%. They don't grow overnight. No, what you're doing today <laughs> might be the result of what happens 6 or 7 years from now. Yes. Have you ever worked on a project and it's not going well halfway through? So what do you do with that project? Do you continue down the road or what? Do you give up on it? Like what's your take on that? Oh man, it's you know, it's I guess it's case sensitive. You know, yeah, we've been on those projects. Um it's gone both ways. We've been on those projects and maybe a quarter of the way through, halfway through, yeah, the director wasn't getting along with a lead actor or something like that and it got put on hold and maybe we changed out an actor. Everybody went back, took a breath, come back 2 weeks later and it came back and knocked it out of the park. Or sometimes it's so bad that the effect that okay, funding fell through and everybody's attitude so bad and like we're just going to have somebody's going to have to make the decision whether to move forward or or walk away and sometimes the case is that you need to just walk away and i had a project like that last year and i was going to be the the lead actor on it and i'm not saying what but you know that there was there was some negativity at the top and there were some things involved that probably shouldn't and uh that's what happens when you start mixing you know friendships and drugs and crazy things together and i i don't do any of that but people do in the industry and it's very common oh and, yeah and it's it starts a domino it effect and the project fell through and it and it probably should have you know because you you can't put together a gem with when you have something like that happening true yeah it is true and um and i did want to ask as far as marketing do you think it's the actor's responsibility to uh you know market an independent film or or do you leave that up to the producers of the film because i know you're really big on social media and sharing things so i think you're one of those actors that will um help market a movie mm-hmm. yeah i think um if it's an independent film such as we do a lot of i i think it's everybody's job on that team from the lead actor to the director to the producer to the background actors to market the living hell out of that film or that project because it's the only way it's going to get seen you know um 
and I, I do that with my own work as myself. I market myself because who else is going to do it if I don't do it? I've had people make comments early on in my career. Starting friends would say to friends, "I'll oh, look at him. He, he thinks he's an actor. He thinks he's in Hollywood." Well, you're damn right, I do. Because if I don't, yeah. believe it, who's going? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. If you don't believe in yourself. No one else will. You get exactly. to be your biggest cheerleader. Yes. Most definitely. Uh, if you believe in the project, yeah, I think we all need to market that, and that's why you see me. Yeah, and a thing that I do for a hack, I'll plant seeds out in the back of my yard to see if I can make it grow. And, no, yeah, no, that helps. That helps. You know, it, it helps does. with patience and understanding that you can make something grow if you water it. And we just don't want to plant seeds, right? We have to water that seed. So what, you know, so what does that look like, right? It could look like a follow-up call, right? Or it could look like a compliment. Um, for someone that needs a compliment or uplifting, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so water some seeds that you plant. You know, just don't let them or expect it to grow on its own. No, that's true. Put it in work. Percent true. Hundred percent true. Because you know, seed you planted today, you might not know who you affected today. It might have been somebody brand new to the business. Might have been somebody that was at, at the top of the business. But three years from now, your phone might ring and they might say, hey, you know what? I want Nate. I want Daniel because of this experience I had with them. Then I need them on this big project with me now. So true. Um, you know, like, I, I think there's a lot of people out there that do doubt, like, the word of mouth, right? Like, if you're on a set with someone, you know, like, like just treating them well, you know, it gets around. Just like yes. if you treat them bad, that gets around like as well. So, like, yeah, treat people correctly. I agree. 100%. You're not just an actor when you're on set. You're an actor, producer, director, writer when you're off set as well. You know, so people are, you know, watching you whether you're on your social media or you're out there in the public in general. You know, if you're like an asshole in, in public but you're trying to be cool on set, that doesn't match, and and vice versa. You know, so you want to have a character that can stand up um, in both worlds, I guess. Yes. That's, that's so true, man. And yet, don't be afraid to, to greet somebody on Facebook or Twitter. I mean, it doesn't all have to be negative drama on, on social media. You can just, just simply put good morning, you know, sending out positive vibes into the world. I'll tweet that four or five times a week. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yes, active friends. If uh, you see me or James or any one of us, you know, do something great, a like goes a long way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Acknowledgement. Yeah. And if you share our stuff, we will, even we will think so highly of you. <laughs> no doubt about but, it. Um, no doubt. But I got the privilege to be able to be on set with you, you know, not only yeah. in the boonies, but like the paranauts as well. And I can tell you from the way that you you speak, your actions and everything, it just all matches that authenticity. Uh, you know, like uh, it's very true. So I, uh, I, I just know there's gonna be like like future, whether it's like other directors, actors, or just other people as part of crew that love to work with you because your energy is definitely you know I can reciprocate it. It's nice. I appreciate it, and I feed off yours as well, man. And I think that's that's what makes great teams. And I'm sure because of that, we will all do more work together down the road, and we'll continue to support one another because that's that's how we build, like I said, an empire. Amen. Yeah, I love it, you know, like I love seeing your stuff, you know, you always got something new, you know, happening around, you know, things that you're doing and, and it lets people in on what's happening. Right. For sure. You know what? I think it also lets people know that are just getting started or maybe they've been out there a few years and they're thinking about quitting. It, it just it, it sends the message that, yeah, you know what? We are delivering. We are putting our work out there and, you know, you can succeed at this level. Yes. And it, it also gives a signal that you're serious about, you know, what you do. For sure. Absolutely. Like some of the jewels that you did drop for upcoming actors, 
I know they definitely would appreciate it, you know, um, probably way different than like when you first started, you know, when you're out there going through the wilderness, I don't know, like who was all talking to you, who was in your ear, motivating you, but I know it can be like, you know, a jungle out there, right? Oh, 100%, man. It's probably among the most, if not most cutthroat business in the world at times. So I said, you can both love it and hate it at the same time. I love it because I can, I can dance around it and I can navigate through those waters right now, but not at first. It was hard finding your way in finding out what to do and where to go and who you can trust and you know it's it's a tough business but once you once you do work your way through those waters and you can navigate it and balance it man i think uh the sky's the limit but it, it takes a lot to figure that out yeah so um you know do your education out there actors filmmakers you know like it's great to get an education in an institution but it's also great to have experience be a good teacher to you too and uh some mentors around you that know the business do that as well oh for sure for sure it helps to surround yourself with the right people man and you know if I, it's like anywhere else you go you just kind of get in the uh the foxhole with the team of people you trust and you guys just need to do your best to support one another and continue to grow yeah yeah you got to have a growth mindset and be open <clears throat> definitely be open to different things um and if you could do us the the privilege of listing some of the projects that you've been on, that'd be great. So our listeners can maybe check it out. Yeah, man, there's there's some that I'm real proud of, especially recently that have come out. Like uh, Checkmate is on Amazon Prime. You can get the the Blu-ray and DVDs on on Walmart.com, Barnes and Noble, Amazon.com. Uh, the Boonies, as we've discussed, you know, is, is available everywhere right now, streaming Prime Video and and. Uh, where else we got? I heard Redbox is getting it pretty soon too on on the um, oh, nice. online version, from what I understand. But also Voodoo, yes. right? Um, and then Daniel, I just heard that the DVDs are coming out May 11th. Oh yeah, I'm not sure as to on on what platform yet. I don't know if it's Walmart or Amazon, but as soon as we know, we'll let everybody else know. Um, check out Before the Border. You know, that's on Amazon Prime at Pureflix. We got things on the other side. If you're into zombies and horror, that's running wild on Prime. We've done a lot of really cool stuff. No knock list. Um, we'll be talking about that again soon too. That should be getting a new release soon. I can't say anything at the moment, but it is coming back. So that's something that the horror fans would like. We, you know, we had a great time working with the horror scream queen Maria Olson in that. Um, so yeah, there's there, there's a lot out there that we've done. You know, we've we've worked on like Hollywood films like The Dark Knight Rises. You know, not really seen very long in it, but I, I had the privilege of you know being in Gotham City and working on Jack Reacher and, and things like that from, on the Hollywood level. One dollar we did for CBS All Access uh, a couple of years ago. It only got the one season, one of them shows you wish would have came back because we were all making great strides in it. But nice. that's that's available too on CBS. So yeah, please check them all out, guys. That's great. Thanks, James, for that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the platform. And how can people connect with you? Uh, all over social media. So if you go to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even TikTok to a degree. I just got started on there. I don't do a lot, um, but everything's at Real James Quinn. So if you're on and, and YouTube as well, so um, send me a message. You know, send me a tweet. I do a lot of tweeting. It's probably one of the best places to catch me. I'm pretty active on there, um, but I do I do keep an eye on my Facebook almost daily. Thank you, James. And um, you know, we're so happy that you came down and and sat with us and had this podcast with us, you know? It's been a big privilege. Yeah, thank you for blazing the trail. Yes. Well, guys, the privilege is all mine. I, I appreciate it, man. Well, I hope we do it again sometime. I love what you guys are doing. Please keep up that energy and uh, let's, let's build Pittsburgh and show what it can do.
Absolutely. Yeah, definitely sure. do that. All right. You take care, James. <laughs>